Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. It is a Thursday. All sorts of stuff happening. Some of it here in L.A. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, our NFL meat sandwich. Greg Cosell, 45 years, NFL films, bet football, fantasy football. Last week, I thought the numbers, the lines were all right. I said, I'll pick the games. This week, Vegas has made mistakes in both games. Strong feelings, J-Mac, but let's, let's get past all that. Los Angeles has been, since you moved here and I moved here, uh, an accumulation of stars uh, from global paradises all over. Baseball, Dodgers, Lakers, Clippers now have four stars. The Chargers have been the one team. You got a Bosa, Justin Herbert, but, but we're waiting for the star. Yeah. It, it just happens to be the coach. It used to be New York and Boston had the concentration of stars and coaches and championships. It's L.A. It's gravitated toward L.A. Yeah. yeah, so let's start with this. Just like when a player enters the NFL, and he's a great rookie, a Sauce Gardner, a Jamar Chase, and we consider them top four or five in the NFL at their position, Jim Harbaugh enters the NFL again as a top four or five head coach. Andy Reid, McVay, Shanahan, Sean Payton, not many better. I mean, Andy Reid's the only one today, I would say, and probably McVay, absolutely better at this point, and by inches, not feet. 
And when you combine a top five or six coach with a top five or six quarterback talent, you win and you win quickly. The best example is the Houston Texans. One year ago, they were a laughing stock in the league. They hit on a coach and a quarterback and ended up in the final eight of 32 teams. In my opinion, you are a high-end playoff team if you end up in the final eight. That means you're either getting in by a bye, Niners, Ravens, or you win a playoff game. Green Bay ended up being a high-end playoff team. High-end, 8 of 32. Don't have to win that second game. So to me, the Chargers, year two, get there absolutely. In year one, probably. And this is very important. There were two things that made his job in San Francisco where he got to a Super Bowl a little difficult. He won, turned it around in one year. But the quarterback was Alex Smith, who's not as talented as Justin Herbert, and Trent Baalke was the GM with the Niners, an intense guy like Harbaugh. They got along initially, but not eventually. And Baalke won the battle. The owner chose Baalke, a disastrous decision. Jim went on to fame and success. Baalke hired Jim Tom Sula, arguably the biggest miss in the history of head coaching hires. Harbaugh was not having it. There's no GM for the Chargers this morning. By design. Jim will have say in personnel. The general manager will work with Jim. Jim will get final say. And that's the way it should be. There's weirdos out there, frankly everywhere in America. They're anti this and anti that and anti-government, anti-vax. And there's an anti-Harbaugh crowd out there. Weirdos. What more can we show you? The greatest, most impressive thing he did is not Michigan. Nor is it the Niners. Nor will it be the Chargers. Jim Harbaugh took over Stanford and they were 1-11. I had watched them play multiple times that year. They were an FCS team. My alma mater, Eastern Washington, probably would have beaten them. They were the worst Division I program. This was Harbaugh's only slow build. Four years later, 12-1. and one. Maybe you've heard of Stanford, academically rigorous. To give you a sense of how hard it is to win at Stanford, the greatest coach in many eyes in league history is Bill Walsh. He coached at Stanford. He went 34-24. and 24. Harbaugh took over Stanford at the lowest point in program history. And four years later, was 12-1, and one, and they were pushing USC all over the field. If you take out the COVID year, which was a wonky year for everybody, but especially college football, take it out. Jim Harbaugh has not had a sub-500 team in 15 years. He will win. He wins everywhere. He wins, period. If Jim Harbaugh is hired as your coach, you will win a bunch of games immediately. And let's be honest about the league. There's a lot of average coaches. Every year, eight get fired. And there's a lot of average quarterbacks, mostly 16 to 17. And there's a lot of average GMs. Harbaugh's average at nothing. This morning, I could, with some certainty, eliminate half the league from the Super Bowl. The Chargers will not be in that group. To give you a sense of how close they are, they were 5-12 and 12 last year with a disastrous head coach. But if you dig even deeper, here's what's fascinating. Seven of their 12 losses were by a field goal or less. 
easily the most in the NFL with a disaster at head coach. 5 and 12 to 11 and 6 is not only realistic. He can't be worth a field goal a game. It almost feels probable. Denver went from 5 and 12 to 8 and 9 with a thousand times more drama at quarterback limitations because of what you pay the quarterback, a personnel guy that Sean Payton didn't hire in the same division, 5-12 and 12 to 8-9. and nine. The Chargers are going to be very good very quickly. Dean Spano said after the hire, Jim Harbaugh is football personified. I can think of no one better to lead the Chargers. The son of a coach, brother of a coach, father of a coach, who himself was coached by like Shem Beckler and Ditka for the past two decades. Today, Jim Harbaugh returns to the Chargers, this time as our coach. Who has it better than us? Actually, outside of Kansas City, maybe the Rams, nobody. Way to go, Chargers. Now, now let's talk about Michigan, a great college football program, as good as they've ever been. What Michigan is going to do is very predictable. This is what happens in college sports, and I totally understand it, though I would try to push back on it. When a legend leaves, and Harbaugh's certainly a legend, a Michigan man and an all-time coach, universities do two things. They either upgrade somebody on the staff, or they find somebody who had a connection to the legend. And that will work Using the inertia the legend Saban Harbaugh created, it will work for about a year and a half. And then you will see cracks. Because proximity to genius and proximity to greatness does not equal genius or greatness. How many Belichick assistants have hit? The answer is none. I could give you 25 examples of this. My childhood, John James to Jim Lambright. Lambright was considered the best defensive coordinator in college football. Steve Spurrier to Ron Zook, Tom Osborne to Frank Solich, Barry Switzer to Gary Gibbs. Great programs, a familiar face, and it looks like it works, and then it doesn't. And it doesn't because there's one Nick Saban, and as good as Kalen DeBoer is, and I thought that coaching hire was brilliant, rare, and took courage. Kalen DeBoer has no connection to Bama. That's the way to do it. And that dude can coach. But he won't be Saban. There are no more Knicks. And there are no more Jims. But I get why colleges do this. It's a no-win proposition. You lose a legend, and the market rarely has another one waiting to be hired. Then it feels good. You can keep the staff. The fans have their natty. They feel pretty good. Everybody likes the assistant. The players like him. The recruits stay. I get it. But UCLA has been chasing John Wooden my entire life. And for 10 years, USC was chasing Pete Carroll. Finally, they went and got Lincoln Riley. No connection to Pete. Whether it works or not, I appreciated the courage to do that. What would I do? I would do the unpopular thing. I would hire somebody that makes people uncomfortable like Jim did. I'd hire Brian Kelly. Oh, I know you don't like him. And many don't like Jim Harbaugh. But yet, 
Brian Kelly wins and wins everywhere and wins instantly. And he rubs people the wrong way. Even today, after all his success, so does Harbaugh. Because we now live in a world with social media where people are just anti-things. Science, climate change, government, corporations, me, you, celebrity, everything. And despite the data you could hand them on Harbaugh, people to the very end called him overrated. People that cover the sport, that have sources, that have written best-selling books, that are reputable. Jim Harbaugh is an all-time coach. Brian Kelly's not there. He never got to a Super Bowl. He doesn't have NFL offers and doesn't have a natty. But he's the closest thing to Jim. But he's not going to get hired. And I get it. And a young man who deserves a chance at Michigan will. And I wish him the very best. But in my lifetime, the easy, the comfortable is almost never the perfect choice. But let's be honest. Who needs perfect at Michigan? Jim just delivered it. J-Mac, what a day. What a day to be a Bolts fan. A great day indeed. However, after that great day excitement wears off, you got to look at the roster and make some tough decisions, Colin. Because they've got to, uh, you know, that Herbert contract is fresh. and Well, it's still a pricey. year away. They are, but they, you, you got to plan for the future. Okay, you can't. <laughs> yeah, so they're going to move off either a Bosa or a Khalil Mack. The good news is they'll keep one, and last year in the draft they hit on a defensive end, so they'll still have two elite pass rushers. What do you do with Austin Eckler? Um, Jim has a running back at Michigan he's oh. very interested in. Ooh. so And you can get running backs, as you well know, all over the draft, mid-rounds and beyond. Jim's going to have an eye for talent. They're going to go get a tackle, a center, a pass rusher. Uh, they're going to get a tight end. They're going to get a safety. They're going to get another corner. Jeez, where are they shopping? Goodness, great. Two well, for one. They, they've <laughs> got all their picks, and they've got a top pick where they can take Brock Bowers. They need a tight end or move down two or three spots, maybe still get him, and accumulate another second or third round pick. They're in a very good spot. Just think of this. They lost seven of their 12 losses were by a field goal or less. That easily led the league. Remember you and I, a few years ago, you had just started on the show. I said Minnesota is going to shock the league because yep. they'd lost so many close games. And they got a new coach, and it was like, wow. And then you and I both said... They're going to pull back because nobody can continue to win that many close games, and they did. It's pretty predictable that Denver was going to get better. They did. And it's very predictable many of those close losses with a disastrous head coach will become wins. I'm not saying 13-4, and 12-5. and five. The AFC's tough. Mahomes twice in the division. Denver should be good from week one, not by week eight. But I think when you look at... Uh, eleven and five, uh, eleven and six does oh. not feel unrealistic. Wow. And the last place schedule, uh, you know, should be uh, advantageous. A I San Francisco, they didn't have this as a quarterback, and there was fissures by year two and three upstairs, uh, and that was a total rebuild. And I think they went five wins to like eleven. Uh, but just remember, you've got like Joe Burrow returning. Uh, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to stay down forever. You've got to assume Aaron Rodgers is healthy. That's well, well, three teams. Well, some that teams should. will go back. Some will go up. We know this. Uh, I don't know who's coming. AFC is just stacked, Colin. You look. I mean. Deshaun Watson should return to four, right? It's been long enough. Yeah, we I know I know what you're talking about. We got it coming up.
Some news in the NFL. More news in the NFL after this. I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. All right, here's my parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I like the Ravens at home, minus three and a half to win in cover. Feels like 27-20 to me. They've blown out seven, eight, nine teams. Chiefs look better than they are due to Buffalo's defensive injuries. I think the over 44 and a half in that game feels right. And I'm going to take Jared Goff over one and a half passing touchdowns in San Francisco. You got to score to beat San Francisco. They're not getting a great pass rush. And I love Detroit's weapons. I think it's a good game. You want to take the Herd Parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app, which doesn't take more than 90 seconds. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style, plus their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff 
are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, without further ado, we do this for the big games. We rank in order one through 10, the top 10 players in this game. We use PFF, we use our eyes, we go to production, we go to stats, the 10 most gifted players in this game. You have a smirk on your face. It's the only face I got, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you ready to go? I'm nervous for you. <laughs> Proceed. All right. Number one, third best running back I've ever seen, Christian McCaffrey. I'd say Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Christian McCaffrey. Led the NFL in scrimmage yards, scrimmage touchdowns, 100-yard rushing games. He's tied for the most total touchdowns by a niner in a season with Jerry Rice. He is, to me, top three to four running back of all time, Christian McCaffrey. Number two is Trent Williams. To me, a first ballot top five left tackle of all time. Bizarrely athletic for his size. Second highest graded tackle this year, and he missed some games with an injury. He's allowed two sacks in three years. <laughs> and I mean, there are there's no position in football that's more improved than receiver and edge rusher over the last decade. He is a wall. Number three, Nick Bosa. Second highest graded edge rusher in the league, highest graded Niners defender, a complete game wrecker. A lot of big names on that defensive front, many underachieve. He is one of the four or five defensive edge guys in the league that is virtually unblockable. Uh, I don't think he has body fat. He is just one of those guys that is a nightmare to face. Number four, Panay Sewell. He is arguably the next Trent Williams. He is an unbelievable, highest-graded offensive tackle in the league this year. The kid out of Oregon is a monster. 674 pass-blocking snaps, allowed one sack, and he's just now going into his prime. Number five, I think one of the more unique players in league history, Debo Samuel. He's the second player in league history with 4,000 receiving yards and 1,000 rushing yards over their first five seasons. His only issue is health. I think he is, if you look at the data and the offensive production, there is an argument to be made he is worth three points a game. That is unheard of for a non-quarterback. Number six, Aiden Hutchison. One plus sack in four straight games. Led the NFL with 62 pressures this year. That was 12 more than any other player. <laughs> okay, highest graded Lions defender. Now, they don't got a lot of great players on that side, but he's the one, number six. Number seven, the best center in football, Frank Ragnow. He's the best center. He's great. There's a reason they dominate the run game. Number two offensive line, according to PFF. He's the highest graded center, the rush offense. I've always thought this is a wildly underrated position. you got to have a high IQ to call all the audibles. Ragnow's a beast. He's another Hall of Famer. Number eight, George Kittle. 81 receiving yards and 32 receiving yard touchdown. Divisional win over the Packers. Highest graded, not Travis Kelsey. Highest graded tight end this year in the league. He had a bad drop last week, but I will say this. And tight ends, not historically that valuable but there's a couple of guys Kittle is one of them Gronk's another 
Uh, Travis Kelsey's another. They should be paid like wide receivers. They're that good. Number nine, and I feel I'm embarrassed to say that it's, he's this low as Jared Goff. Let me read you a stat on Jared Goff. Over the last two seasons, who leads the NFL in passing yards? Mahomes. Who's second? Goff. Led all quarterbacks in completion percentage in the playoffs. 74% in the playoffs. Jared Goff. I apologize to Jared. You should probably be higher, but there's like nine Hall of Famers in this game. Number 10, Amaron St. Brown. Second highest graded Lions player this year after Panay Sewell, the best tackle in the league. Most receptions in a season, including the playoffs ever, over Calvin Johnson. And I think we'd both admit, maybe the most underrated player in the league. I mean, it's seriously, maybe because he didn't go in the first round. There you go. It's my top 10. Do you have a problem with any of this? No, 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 not at all. I mean, there's an impeccable list, just spectacular all around. I, I mean, I don't see Warner or Greenlaw. By the way, brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. So, um, number, I, I mean, I, where, I, where was Purdy? Was he top 12, 15, 20? Number, number 11. I mean, it's just, I just, I can't. It, there's so many. Number 11 was Sam Laporta. The most touchdown oh, catches by any rookie this year, 11. Arguably the third best tight end in the league. Yeah. Number 12 was Brandon Ayuk. Only Tyreek Hill graded higher on PFF for wide receivers. Taylor Decker, Detroit. Highest graded tackle this offseason, or this postseason. Uh, he's a great, great tackle. Number 14, Jameer Gibbs. Most scrimmage touchdowns by any rookie this year, 13. And then it's Fred Warner, Javarius Ward. Uh, to be honest with you, it should be probably... I tend to put corners ahead of linebackers. It really came down to I love Fred Warner and Chavarius Ward, but I think a corner in this game with Detroit's offense is more valuable than a linebacker. And I think Fred's unbelievable. So, uh, Just hypothetical. Purdy checks in at 19, maybe? Around drinking age. I have him somewhere about 17, 18. Yeah. Are you bothered by that? I'm not bothered at all. I, I would have him top five for sure. But, top uh, five. Okay, then I'll, he's top five in. I mean, it's funny. Cowherd mentioned stats for every single guy, right? Yards uh, per game, passing, uh, touchdowns, etc. I mean, Brock Purdy. When you want to mention stats, is a top five quarterback in every statistical measure this season. Every single one. I think but hey, go off, King, as they like to say <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. 
Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style, plus their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. <laughs> All right, Greg Cosell's watching this nonsense. <laughs> Listen, did anything offend you on that list? You know, the Fred Warner thing just had me a little taken aback. I, oh, I by the way, Fred Warner it is was the best a, linebacker in football, and I, know. I think he's a very impactful player. Yeah, Roquan Smith's better in my opinion, but Fred, you know film, so you're probably right. I didn't know what to do with him because I think linebackers, it's just the position. A lot of these good teams are moving off linebackers. I don't know. All right, whatever. Uh, it's although it's interesting, Colin. In this 
with the four remaining teams, you have some linebackers that are pretty important players. They may not be top 10, but they're important players. Yeah, that's fair. So let's talk uh, Justin Herbert. Where do you think he can improve under Jim Harbaugh's system, which you know well? Well, first of all, I think Justin Herbert's incredibly talented. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. If you talk to coaches, they'll tell you he's a top-five quarterback in the league. Fans might not think that because he you know, hasn't had, quote-unquote, playoff success and all those things that people look at. But I think what you're going to see with Harbaugh is a lot more under center play action. I think that helps most quarterbacks. Look at what Goff has done in Detroit, being under center with play action, the most under center play action dropbacks by a wide margin in the league. It defines the reads more cleanly. It defines the throws more cleanly. It helps dictate how defense react. I think that's one thing you will absolutely see Jim Harbaugh do with Justin Herbert, and that will make him a a much better player, you know, in terms of of numbers. Sure. Josh Allen loses to Kansas City. What did the film say about his performance, Greg? Well, you know, that was fascinating to me. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall, Colin, during their whole preparation for that game because they made a decision offensively, and it could have been a function of their defense too because maybe they felt that if they played a certain way on offense that their defense would give up 40 with all the injuries they had. But they clearly chose, Joe Brady clearly chose not to attack with the pass game at all. Now, that was a choice that was made. You could argue it was successful because the game was very, very close, and they kept it very close with a defense, quite frankly, that just did not have people. So I think they made a choice to play a certain way. Allen executed that pretty much perfectly. Um, you know, I know there's been a lot of conversation about him. I, quite frankly, don't get that conversation, Colin, because I, I don't know what people are saying. What is? What do you think the ultimate point is when people talk about Josh Allen? Do they think he should be cut and they should be playing with <laughs> another quarterback? What is the point? He's got- I'm being honest. What is the ultimate point? You know, we know he's not as good as Mahomes. We know Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. We know Mahomes is on a path to be an all-timer. We know that. So I I just didn't understand the two-day conversation about Josh Allen. What was the point? Yeah, he's gotten four years. The last four years, he's got 74 more touchdowns than a player I love, Lamar Jackson. And think yeah, how- he's, you know, they're not a very good team when you get right down to it. We've talked about this. Yeah. They have a number of weaknesses, yeah. and, you know, they ask him to win every week. And you know what? They've won a lot of games. His winning percentage in this league's pretty good, and I know people are going to respond with, well, he hasn't been great in the playoffs. No, he actually has been individually really good in the playoffs. Jordan Love, i got to tell you, I defended his interception. He's a young kid trying to make a play. He's got a little bit more Favre than Aaron Rodgers to him. He's going to be erratic. He's not a precision player. He's a playmaker. Overall, what did you think? Yeah, and I think we had talked about this, and and you know that I really like Love, and I think he'll be really good. But I had talked with you over this season about the fact that his lower body mechanics need work. He tends to throw too many balls off balance when it's not necessary. It's one thing to throw off platform when the defense demands that you throw off platform. But if the defense doesn't demand that, you should never be doing that. You know, so there are times he does that and gets away with it, and then we talk about how skilled he is and his high-level traits, which are high-level. But if you don't need to throw the ball off balance and hurry your mechanics, you should never do that. That's what he needs to work on. 
Um, yeah, I think it's it's true. He, he he's, he's more Favre than Rodgers, but there's an argument that some of the best players in our league are off-script guys regularly. Mahomes, Allen, uh, Lamar Jack. Now, Herbert's not, but, you know, I, I, I think he's got a great future. So let's go Chiefs-Ravens. Sure let's, let's start with the AFC. Um, there's an argument, and I think it's a pretty solid one, that we're overvaluing the Chiefs' offense because both Miami and Buffalo were ravaged with defensive injuries. Right. And that they look a little more elevated than they are. What does the film say about Mahomes and the offense? Well, I think Mahomes has played extremely well in these two playoff games. Uh, and I think that we know that Mahomes is, is a quarterback that can be really efficient from the pocket. And he can be really efficient moving out of the pocket. And he's the best in the league at doing that. And he has such a great feel. Um, you know, he is so good in sort of navigating the chaos. Uh, sometimes he creates his own chaos and then gets out of it and does an unbelievable job. But I think their offense has been a little different this year, a little more run game based. Pacheco has been a significant factor over the last month or so. Um, I guess Joe Tooney might be out, and that's a major factor. He's a really good player. But their gap scheme run game is really, really good. So I don't know if we're overvaluing it. I mean, I'd hate to bet against Mahomes in these kinds of games. You know, I think he's obviously a very special player. Um, they don't have a ton of weapons, but I think Mahomes is the kind of quarterback that can change the, the, the way games are played. Yeah, I, I, Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. Hard, hard. How valuable is he to the KC offense? I think he's incredibly valuable. He's an urgent, competitive downhill runner who, when it's blocked for three, he gets eight. And it doesn't seem like much, Colin, when you're watching the game, because it, it doesn't seem like, oh, wow, that's special. But, you know, that is so impactful in keeping your offense on schedule and making it more difficult for the defense to have to defend you, I think he's become a really critical piece. As I said, they run gap scheme. They also get on the perimeter with the pin-pull concept. He's a really important piece to what they do. What do you think um, we'll see from Lamar Jackson? Clearly this team trusts its defense. Uh, you don't have yep. to take big, wild swings. They're at home. The defense will keep you in the game. Uh, they're getting, by the way, Humphrey back, maybe the corner. Marlon Humphrey could come back. That certainly helps uh, in this spot. What do you think we'll see from the Ravens and Lamar this week? You know what I think we'll see, and they did it in the second half last week to sort of calm down the blitz by the Texans because the Texans went high percentage blitz, which was totally unexpected. I think you're going to see more Lamar-designed run this week's. This week, I think you're going to see them try to calm down that Chiefs defense because Spags does so many good things with his players, uh, the movement of his players, the pressure schemes he puts together. And I think you're going to see Lamar. We're at the point in the season where you're not thinking about injury and saving him for a season. I think you'll see the designed run game with Lamar be a big factor in their game plan this week. Let's move to the NFC Championship, Niners-Lions. Let's start with J-Mac's favorite, a little drizzle appeared to be problematic for Brock Purdy. What did the tape say? 
Yeah, he certainly, Colin, I, we all know he did not have one of his better games. Uh, for some reason, he played a little fast. He was a little uncomfortable in the pocket. He didn't seem to play with the same uh, normal sense of timing and rhythm and anticipation that we've seen essentially since he became a starting quarterback. So, you know, he just had one of those games that wasn't a high-level game for him. Um, I, I will tell you one thing, and I think it could be a factor in this game. I think their O-line, particularly on the right side yeah. with right tackle McKivitz and the right guard Feliciano, yeah. they're a little bit of an issue in one-on-one yep. pass protection. It showed up this past week yep. against the Packers, who have a very good defensive front, by the way, and it could well show up this week. You could very well see Justin bouquet lined up over Feliciano. That would be you know, a potential issue. Uh, not Matabuki, I'm sorry, for the Lions, you can see Hutchinson move inside and match up over uh, Feliciano because Hutchinson does do that in passing situations, and I think that that could be an issue. Um, so we'll see because their O-line did not help him last week, but he played a little fast. Yeah, no, I know. Th- I think that's fair. Um, Debo Samuel, to me, is so unique. Yeah. He's the ultimate get-out-of-jail card, get-out-of-trouble get card. You're sitting there and all of a sudden, yeah. what do I do, what do I do, what do I do? Oh, there's Debo, and I mean, there's nobody else quite like him. He's he's a tight end, but faster. He's a receiver, but much stronger. If you're ever in trouble as a quarterback, and you just need seven yards, bubble screen Debo, let it go. I don't think there's much like him in the league. What does the film say? There isn't, and I think you're, the other point that's really important when it comes to how defenses have to react and the stress it puts on them mentally and physically is that he and McCaffrey are essentially interchangeable players in the context of that offense. So, you know, Debo lines up in the backfield a lot, and the other factor with him, we know how strong he is in the run game, not only carrying the football, but as an outside blocker, he's phenomenal, but in the pass game, if you feel like you're struggling or you want to get your offense sort of going early in the game and they did that last week against the Packers you can throw those tunnel screens to him and all of a sudden he gets eight or nine yards and then it's second and one and that's a really good way to start a game you feel very comfortable then you feel like you're getting your offense in rhythm right off the bat Uh, there's probably no better run after catch receiver in this league and the Niners led the NFL in run after catch yardage and I think Debo's a major part of that so Let's hope he can go because we want to see the best players play because he is so critical to what they do. Um, how impressed are you? I feel like I'm always defending Jared Goff, but the last two years... No need to. He's a good player. He's a good player. Um, how impressed have you been in the postseason where his accuracy, with very few exceptions, has been razor sharp? Yeah, see, it's interesting. You know, you talked about the guys that play off script, and obviously he's not that player. And it seems as if we don't treat those quarterbacks the same way. We act as if they're just not good enough. Right. And again, no one's arguing about off script not being valuable. Sure it is. Uh, and, and there's no question that if Goff is under heavy pressure in a game, he's not going to be as effective. But with the, within the context of this offense, the way it's put together by Ben Johnson, he is really efficient. And as you know, Colin, you, you know, you love quarterbacks. You've been studying him. He's a West Coast guy. I mean, when he's comfortable in the pocket, wow. he is a beautiful thrower of the football. And he understands the NFL game. He understands you have to make tight window throws. They work the middle of the field more than any pass game in the league. And under center play action, far and away, the most under center play action snaps in the league. And he's a master at that. How important is their run game? To their offense 
I think it's really important. Um, two different kinds of backs. Montgomery is kind of the inside grinder. They yep. run a lot of gap scheme. Gibbs you can run anything with. Gibbs is just a dynamic special back. I actually loved what Brad Holmes said when they drafted him because uh, obviously people said, hey, you're drafting a running back in the first round. You just don't do that. And his point was, no, no, he's a weapon. And I think that's the key fact here. Yeah. This guy's a weapon. They're not using him as a foundational piece in the sense that give him 20 carries a game and everything we do runs through him. They're using him as an explosive weapon. And, th and that's what you're trying to build on your offense, explosive weapons that stress and challenge defenses. So let's, let's talk about your Greg Cosell's big play of the week. It includes the Lions. Yeah, you know what? I figured we'd go with a running play this week, Colin. We, do, we always seem to do pass plays. Let's take a look at a running play. And this was a big play in the game last week in the divisional round. This was the Gibbs 31-yard touchdown run. So let's take a look at it uh, because this really speaks to what Gibbs is. Uh, and a couple of things were very interesting about this play. I mean, we obviously see the, the dynamic traits, but they lined up in what we call 21 personnel. Mm -hmm. They had a fullback on the field, yeah. okay? He's offset to the strong side, the tight end side, and there's eight in the box. So we're going to dispel that myth that you can't run against eight in the box, which is a total myth, by the way. And what they did here, they're going to run a lead play. They're going to have the fullback lead up to the strong safety who's in the box. And then they're going to have a double team on the play side up to the linebacker. That's the design of the play. That's where they want the play to go. But if you look at these two defensive tackles, they prevent the play from really going there. And Gibbs, with great vision, sees that. He's looking at his path. He's starting to follow the fullback. But he sees those two defensive tackles. All of a sudden, they appear. And he doesn't feel comfortable going that way. So he cuts back. And then he cuts back, gets to the third level. He's one-on-one -on -one with one of the best safeties in the league, Antoine Winfield. And then you just see the dynamic burst and acceleration to score. That's what we talk about when you talk about a weapon. He can score from anywhere on the field, and he's dynamic in the pass game as well. They don't split him out a ton, but as you probably recall at Alabama, he split out a lot, yep. and he was very, very effective doing that. Yeah, he and Tony Dorsett get to full speed half a step. I mean, he is immediately at full speed, and there's there's a lot of different backs. Adrian Peterson had that ability yep. to get full speed, half a step, and Jermaine, by the way, you mentioned that Wingfield's a great player in the back end. He's a great player. Couldn't, great get, close player. To, couldn't get close to him. Yeah. Uh, Greg Cosell. Didn't touch him. Yep, didn't touch him. Greg, is always great seeing you. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. Yep. So he said, one of the things he said with Harbaugh and Herbert, he'll be under center, so he takes that snap, more of a run game, more play action. He can see the field because when you take the shotgun snap, you know, a lot of times you're looking down, you don't see the safety, you don't see late movement in the snap. Herbert, early season MVP consideration. Yeah, by, by the way, that highlight that he just showed of Gibbs on the touchdown run, spectacular run. Um, this is outdoors, grass, not the indoor turf. I mean, Detroit hasn't played an outdoor game since December 10th. No, no, no. They're built I, I know they're super fast, and they run hot no, indoors, and they no. can put up points. No, Miami feels this way, too, but Detroit especially. They are built for that turf. Right. Yeah. Are they built for the outdoors? It's not going to be inclement weather or anything in San Francisco. I'm just I, I think I saw 40s. San Francisco would be better served. Not mow the grass this week. <laughs> <laughs> I remember years ago when USC had Reggie Bush. Yeah. And uh, it was they were a track team, and they played. I think it was I don't forget it was Charlie Weiss from Notre Dame, 
and literally it looked like the British Open rough. The Notre Dame just decided not to mow, and it was like I had talked to a coach that year, and it's like it, you, you don't want to get in a fast track with Reggie Bush and USC. Like that's just you're going to be in big trouble. Very observant of you, J Mac, noticing that yeah. track. Detroit is. I pulled some numbers of golf outdoors, and the offense and everything is depressed significantly. Now the sample size is tiny, but I digress. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 